Hype Culture and Design. Today we have a special guest. He is a digital artist and work as an independent web developer. Let's welcome Teddy. Hey guys, thank you for having me. So I heard from Mango that uh, you're a um, uh, web developer. Are you like uh, like fairly new to the game, or have you been like around for a while now? Fairly new is right. I'm currently in Nova for a certificate, and I'm going to be applying hopefully at the end of the at the end of uh, fall 2021. Um, I'm currently in the taking three more classes. Um, I've completed actually all of the web development classes. I'm just finishing up with the. Uh, the, the remainder of the classes is just going to be in a PHP. Wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, so let, let's digress a little bit, right? Um, let's step back a bit um, since I, I feel like we haven't um, gave you a chance to intro yourself. Let's, uh, let's, let's learn more about Teddy. Who is Teddy? That's, that's the big question, right? Wow. Uh, yeah. I've had quite the trip in career development. <laughs> um, when I first started, I went to a very dinky small school in Farmville, Virginia called Longwood University. And I had no idea what the hell I wanted to do. Uh, I actually really like math conceptually, but I've never been good, like, you know, actually calculating and doing the actual math itself. But I've always loved the concept. So when I went into Longwood, I wanted to be a, a physics major. And in particular, I wanted to be an astrophysicist. Wow. Yeah. And it, it sounds as hard as it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I got up to pre-calc, did okay. Calculus absolutely tanked. I just could not keep up. <laughs> um, and then I was like, okay, but I like science. And I was like, all right, let's do environmental science because it's probably the easiest science you could possibly do out of all the sciences. And I was like, you know, maybe that's good enough. And it turns out I didn't really like taking care of the environment very much. So that class didn't go well at all because <laughs> you kind of have to care about, let me tell you, um, I have nothing against hippies, but you really have to be one in order to be an environmental scientist. You have to, it needs really... to be like a passion almost, right? Yeah. You have to get really involved in yeah. like taking care of the environment and global warming. And although I, I do acknowledge it, I'm, I just, it's just I... not your cup of tea. No, not everything will like, you know, then that's what college is for. Like you try to look like what fits you before you actually go out there in the real world. And, you know, like uh, Mango and I met in Mason and I'm not like any way, shape or form a younger like individual. Like, you know, I went to back to to university at, at like my mid 20s. So and he's an old my, fox. I, I, I took my time. I took my time. I went to Nova also. So so. I waited for that moment where I kind of got into realization that, okay, this is the career path that I kind of want before I start like going into college. But some individuals like they explore and that's what the first two years are for. Typically, like you take the gen eds and, you know, you explore it like the stuff that you want and and, you know, you go you go from there. I feel I feel like it's never stressed enough that you will go through five or six different majors before you find the one you want. You know, um, there are success stories where they're like, yeah, you know, I did this thing. I was very good at it and it was on my first shot and that doesn't happen for everyone. And I think it's, that's very uncommon. 
Yeah, no, I think it's very uh, surprising when that does happen. I think a lot of people will go through that situation where they will have to, you know, go through the grindstone a few times just to figure out, you know, who they really are. You know, the, the, the thing is, is that the gap between who we are as people and like what we, when we need to decide what we are is, is very little a lot of the time. And so it honestly does make a lot more sense to, you know, start going back to college a little bit later. I think if I'd gone back to college, if I'd gone to college a lot uh, later, um, I think I would have put more effort in because I would have been much more certain uh, of what I wanted to be, right? Whereas when I was in college, there was definitely still this, this, this little doubt in my mind where I'm like, am I doing the right thing, you know? But in the end, it all worked out anyways. But yeah. So how did you like got into like web development anyway? Yeah, yeah, continuing on the story. So I actually decided to drop out of Longwood. I actually took a, a let's say about a year long hiatus before I started putting pieces together. Um, now Rouse um, was the one that actually first was like, hey, Teddy, let me show you what you can do with HTML and CSS. It wasn't even like you should go into a career for this. Why don't you just test it out and see what you think about coding? Um, sat me down. I did my first div box, hello world. Um, I actually kind of liked it. Um, the cool thing about coding is it amalgamates logic and creativity. You need just as much mathematical knowledge as you need design knowledge. There is something about the combination of the two that really fit for me um, because I had always been somewhat of an artist. I actually, <laughs> um, this wasn't in college, but I did study vocal performance throughout high school. And I did do a lot of the creative arts um, just as Rouse did. And I never went to school for it, but I was pretty natural at it. And so I already, I always had that artistic side of me. So when I was able to apply the visual aspect of art with mathemat, you know, math, math uh, and put the two together, I, I really like it. And I feel like web design and web development definitely allows you to do that. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, like calculus, but it's there's still um, a sense of math, a little bit of science, but mm -hmm. and a little bit of like um, creativity mixed into it. And for for anybody that who doesn't know who Rouse is, it's Mango. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it's it's really fascinating. And I feel that if the more you um, go deeper into it, you're gonna enjoy it. Um, it's almost like creating a, um, I would say like Lego pieces out of like, like digitally, digital Lego pieces. That's, that, mm -hmm. that's pretty much what it is. And essentially you kind of like, you know, like your circuit board is like whatever code it is. And, and, and when you do like, um, you go more deeper into like, uh, like the WordPress and the PHP nature, Eventually, if you want to like create your own custom post types, um, you're, you're going to like love it because it's like, oh, wow, I, this all all these things are like just clicking together, you know, and and there exactly. are a lot of times that it doesn't click together and you just wasted a whole a whole a whole day. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah, you definitely sometimes have to fight it. Um, yeah, I actually had my first sample of WordPress um, last semester and we had to create a WordPress site. Um, it was way easier, I thought, than Bootstrap, and it was also easier than just going from raw text editor. Um, so I really like WordPress. It's actually a very 
very, it's very intuitive. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, intuitive. it's intuitive, but it's also it's its story is kind of strange. How like I go on and I'm like, you know, I, I'm going straight from Bootstrap where I coded like the website somewhat from scratch, but and then WordPress, it's like, what are these posts? It was so weird. I was like, why yeah. are web developers using? like something that seems more along the lines of like blog <laughs> so it was Bloggers. really confusing to me at first I was like what the heck yeah <laughs> it's it's a very robust like um framework I would say like it is it's it's you don't have to reinvent the wheel like I feel like there is this like um well, how would I say this like a, a a mental like um um you know like a imposter syndrome towards like every single like developer and designers that I have to do this from scratch because it doesn't validate my existence if I don't do it from scratch. But the reality is the client doesn't give a shit if you do it from scratch or not, you know, like mm-hmm. all they want is the result. Mm-hmm, are you giving right. them the result? What value are you able to give them at the end of the day? And does it look good? Right. Um, so those, those three are like the most important thing. And if you know how to like code, that's great. But you know, like, at the end of the day, um, yes, I would say it is important to learn how to code just because you need at least like the basic like knowledge to uh, actually understand like how the, um, the mechanism works. It's almost like being a, a driver. You don't need to be necessarily be a mechanic or the engineer of the car, but you need to know like, okay, this is like where the gas goes. This is how like the belt works. This is how the piston like uh, do. And this is how much like you know like whatever like torque to horsepower ratio and that's how fast you can drive so when you're like shifting your gears it it you're shifting it accurately so mm-hmm. it's, it's in a sense it's kind of like that um it's a very good metaphor for it so if if you're if you're trying to be a um the the mechanic then you obviously need to know like the nuts and bolts of like the engine and all, all that stuff right like you know from the ground up and, and that's a different, like, I would say, like, we, uh, Mango and I actually had, like, this uh, talk, like, what, he asked me one time, I don't know if he was, like, trying to, like, josh me or, or not, but he was, like, do you know what the difference between engineer and a developer is? And I it just, like, straight up just told him what the difference is. It was, like, and he asked another person about it just to, like, see if I was correct or not. I was like, come on now, man. Because I really don't know. I mean, it's actually hard to tell because some developers call themselves engineers. Some engineers call themselves developers. Yeah. But, well, it could be, like, they're both engineer and developer. But for the most part, engineers can be a developer, but a developer cannot be, cannot an, be an engineer. engineer. Yeah. It's almost like um, that thing that every every an eagle can be a bird, but not all birds can be an eagle type of thing, right? Right. Okay. So an engineer is a more specialized version of developer. Yeah. Because they know every single thing about like, like they know the codes, like every single little detail of the code, they would know it. Like a developer would know it just because it is important to know like the functionality of like, you know, just a good overview of like uh, functionality of how everything works within a site, how it collapses from each breakpoint how uh, things work, um, if certain, um, you know, like accessibility that, that needs to be um, addressed, like that will, will these um, parts of the website have any issues for like um, smaller, um, you know, like um, people that are using screen readers. But 
But let's digress back to like uh, Teddy over here. Like, um, so how did you find like a uh, success over like, um, like, um, starting up with, with coding? Like what, what kind of tools or like, um, paths, uh, have you taken, you know, like for just like the audience out there that are trying to like start up, um, their career path into this? Yeah, I started with CodePen and I mean, that was a really awesome start, um, not only do you get to mess around in kind of like a no hold, no bars held environment, but you also could see what other people do. Um, you know, CodePen has various, uh, people will submit their own little pieces of code and you can take it, you can tinker with it. I think literally the most important thing while starting out with coding was not actually creating my own code. It was actually taking somebody else's code and adding to it and then changing it. And not only does that get get the proper form in what people are actually using, but it allows you to start to create your own foundation. You know, when I finally started making my own websites, I had used stuff that I had found other places and then just tacked in my own stuff. You know, I mean, that's the beauty of code. Like, I mean, you can take somebody else's Lego set, add your own little pieces to the Lego set and all of a sudden it's your Lego set. It's not that person's Lego set. Um, of course, you know, as I kept going, yes, I did need to learn how to build up from ground zero, you know, that's important too. But when you're first starting out, it can be very overwhelming and it's better to compartmentalize than to like, you know, start from scratch, not knowing what the heck you're doing. Right. And, and have to travel and have to problem solve every single thing, <laughs> debug everything. Yeah. It's a pain in the butt if you do it that way. And that'll just get you frustrated because code can be very frustrating too. And when you first start out, you don't want to be frustrated. You will get frustrated, but you know <laughs> no that is true that is true I, I fully agree with that like um yeah code code pen is like really great as like one of the source that um i actually still use that like yeah because you, you would not know every single thing right it's no. like it's a great tool for for development communities yeah. that, that that and uh stack overflow those yes two are, yeah, yeah for sure mm -hmm. um so stack overflow is more like a forum base rather than you know code, code pen is more like um you actually on. see what what the heck is happening yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah definitely so, sorry continue yeah 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 so um how did did you like uh get into um you know um your, did you get like your first client uh through um like word of mouth or you so know? i i actually haven't gotten that far um i'm still in the process of submitting resumes and creating a resume um so i haven't actually joined any like companies yet. Um, once I finish the certificate, I'm going to, I'm going to polish up some of the websites I got going and I'm going to, you know, start sending it around places. Um, there are definitely a lot of positions out there right now, but I'm definitely not at that level yet. Okay. So you, are you, do you design also your own like um, site, like, you know, from wireframing it, then you kind of built it up how it, it, it looks. I mean, yeah, currently, um, my, I have a site on, I, I've made a site for Bootstrap and then I made, I, I'm, I made a site for WordPress, but I'm actually in the process of trying to make three websites on WordPress and they're all going to kind of link to, to each other. I want to have in a kind of like a resume sort of WordPress site and it's going to be an about me website, right? Just like we're doing now, who's uh -huh. Teddy. And then from there, I actually want to show off some sort of e-commerce site because I feel like that's pretty beneficial to have on a resume. And then 
the third website, and I thought this was very interesting to do, was I wanted to do my own sort of project where I find a website online that I think could use improvement and then actually improve the website and make it my own and show how I've improved it, where I thought things could be better. In terms of wireframing, uh, I usually I usually start out by a sketching the website, you know. Um, I don't actually think I've ever done a professional wireframe yet, um, as you know it, because I know it's a, an official term, but I usually sketch out the website using proper, like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not ratio, but like dimensions is the word I'm looking for, uh -huh. proper dimensions, and then uh, putting them into place on the actual site. That's kind of my method right now. So um, you're more on the uh, development, um, more focused on the development rather than a, a hybrid <laughs> that is in design development or- Yeah, going, going back to your engineer versus developer comment um, that we made uh, on the certificate actually says website design and development. <laughs> and on the resume, I just put developer, but I think I'm definitely focusing on the development side of things. The development side, yeah, okay. So you're more like trying to go like, you know, like development, then you're going to like try to hyper specialize down the road to more like, you know, just, just um, the engineer part where you actually don't even ha have to ha handle much of the front end, but mostly like the back ends, like framework and, you know, how like um, the meta, like, um, or, or the PHP and the, the custom like uh, types are, are handled through the database. Yeah, the um, the final classes I have for the certificate is going to be that the back end, or I guess you would say the back end of the website, like forms and using PHP to create forms and databases and stuff. And so I, I I still have to take those classes, but so far I definitely feel more comfortable. You know, I know you guys have been like hanging out, talking about web. You know, yeah, I mean it's been a long journey at this point. Towards, I mean it's been what two years. That we've been working through web development together mm -hmm. i've been watching you improve little by little and i've definitely gone to him for i definitely gone for to him for help and like the, the yeah like that's actually like understatedly important like <laughs> i mean people will talk about having an in but in this case when you're you're coding if you can have almost a mentor or someone you can go to for like hey why is my why am i blue screened you know and then of course they're more experienced usually and will like be like yeah x y and z and i mean you don't want them to do the work for you but having someone to point you in the right direction has been extremely helpful in the whole process yeah not gonna lie yeah for I think, sure i think um as you go as you go forward at, at some point you get to the point where you're you're pretty comfortable like troubleshooting on your own but those early like debugging sessions definitely help if you if you get stuck on a wall and you know there's someone that can help you out um but like i remember because that that happened to me when i first started out in my career we were doing design but we were also doing development of websites at my little agency that we worked at and so i actually con I, I i spoke to a guy who worked there as a as like kind of a css wizard i mean he was so good and still is um and i would contact him and ask him for help all the time because I would just get stuck on things. And and then I think after that first year of working there, um, the next two years when I realized that I was on my own, and I just had to figure it out. It really helped knowing that like, I, I knew all of these like introductory and standardized practices and then, and then really started to shine on my own, this developer. 
So yeah, no, it's, it's very helpful to have someone um, kind of there. Ernest too. I mean, Ernest was also um, kind of in that place for me as a designer, right? He was kind of a, he was, he was my, my uh, Mr. Miyagi. Mm, how kind of you, Mango. Anyway, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, like um, we've been like trying to like, uh, actually, I don't know if Mango has mentioned this, but, but we have been on the works also ourselves, Mango and I, and uh, Tim, actually Tim is not here tonight because he has an engagement on another um, state. So he could not make it back tonight, but he, sh- he sh- hopefully he should be back on Thursday for, for any of the audience out there. Uh, we're, we're like cooking something and we will probably announce it down, down, down the road, but uh, it does revolve around like websites and development. <laughs> so it's exciting. We will see. We will see. And um, yeah, uh, there, there are things also like in the development that I, I feel that um, you have to actually just uh, go dive into it. Like mm-hmm. I know it sounds terrible, like diving with your head first or something like that. But sometimes that's how you just learn, you know, like being thrown in, into a pit of like vipers or wolves or whatever other apex predator that you can think of. Lions. <laughs> yeah. um, I, a quote I really liked that one of my friends said was, um, you can't have like success and comfort like you can, but like in order to further yourself, you have to go outside of your comfort zone to improve. Cause you know, I feel like, like if you're just feeling comfortable in the spot you're at, there's no progression. You need to, no, you, need to you need to step outside your comfort zone in order to improve. I feel. Yeah. I, I think true. I think true success, like true uh, learning has to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, you have to, you have to kind of hate it a little bit if you really want to grow Cause it's not going to necessarily be, um, it's not going to necessarily be comfortable. And I think, I think once you step, like, I feel like, you know, you're in the right, like passageway for your career. And it's a career that you're suitable for when you can get to a part of the career where you have to feel extremely uncomfortable and step outside of that comfort zone. And if you can get back into the comfort zone, I feel like you found a career that fits you pretty well mm-hmm. because you've just, um you've just progressed in that like you you've just you've stuck with it you know that like feeling like I can't move on what do I do oh wait maybe I can do this Mm -hmm. and then you find something new and you want you you find joy in that and you you find a sense of accomplishment and you didn't just give up then that's the career you should stick with because I feel like yeah I feel like that's a, a good place to be in a career yeah, that's, I actually like, um, agree with that. And, uh, you know, like, just don't, do, just don't like settle on a career that you kind of don't really, or, or a path that you kind of don't like or want, or you feel that, that like what Teddy mentioned earlier, like environmentalist being, or, or like calculus <laughs> things that, you know, you're, because you're going to ha- be living with that for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. If I had done calculus, right. And I had hit that that blockage right there and i i had really committed and tried to find an alternative means and then break through the wall so to speak and manage to continue i i feel like that would have been a good suitable career path but i i just felt something there that i i couldn't continue 
and I was like, I'll take what I learned, but maybe, maybe this wasn't necessarily a career for me. And I didn't get much joy in it either. You know, like, like that's important too. If you, if you like keep bashing your head against the wall, Mm -hmm. you, you want it to give eventually, you know, (laughs) it is a long-term thing. It's a long-term. If you imagine it, it's a lifetime type of decision. And if you think about it, right. Um, the the only thing that, that, is really guaranteed when you like uh, venture out is is um, you know like uh, the only thing that guaranteed is the pain <laughs> of the grind, but not the right. the success, right? The success may come or it may not come. So if it's not gonna come, you might as well like make sure that you're not killing yourself on something that you're not going to enjoy doing day in and day out. I agree. Ernest, did you have a position like that? Did you, did you always want to do development or did you have Um, another, like, did you try your hand at something else? I've, I've actually been many things in my life, many, many things from sales to like, um, you know, retail sales, um, marketing marketing coordinator. Yep. Subway. That's, that's my, my retail life, uh, back in the many, many moons ago. Um, uh, marketing coordinator, um, graphic designer, uh, art manager, logistics, um, you know, person, um, you <laughs> he's know, create himself himself. Uh, it's a smorgasbord a developer. So, but the one thing about me is like, I do stick to it. I just don't like do it. And mango could attest to this. Like all these jobs ha- have more than at least five years worth of like, um, um, uh, experience. Each. So I, I, I try to like, well, one thing I would definitely like, um, kind of like maybe just because I'm an older individual and y- you're more of a younger individual. And usually I think of like mango is like the, the person that I always give, throw my, my, my useless wisdom down. <laughs> uh, I would say like, try to master something first before you get to that next step. You know, like everybody wants like, for some reason, everyone wants this uh, instant gratification of like getting to the end when it's not about the end, it's about the process, right? You're right. Mm-hmm. It's about the journey of getting there. Yeah. And honestly, I think um, learning development and learning design have been some of the, the, the most fun adventures that I've had. You know, they're like incredibly interesting puzzles that just continually get harder as you continually push yourself. It gets harder because... You have to keep on learning. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's a it's a constant evolving like landscape. It just doesn't like after you learn it, it's done. You know, like one plus one does not mean it's always gonna be two. Eventually, it becomes three. <laughs> yeah, and that is the truth. That's just how math works in development because, it, you know, like things change. Things do change. It could be like it could be like because accessibility is um, something that that that's that needs to be incorporated or it could be one of those like laws in California that that says oh you have to have all these cookies in your websites and all these like things so you have to make sure your website has these kind of things so people have to think about like ways to like you know and and right now actually Google is trying to create a a uh, either an update to Chrome or something they're trying to get rid of like cookies but what they're trying to do mm. is use something else and uh, make sure they gather your data almost 24 seven. Oh, that's not good. Without the Just cookie kidding. thing, because that's how they make ads, right? Yeah, that's so, true. 
So yeah, yeah. so as a developer, the, you kind of like have to evolve with that. And I, I know like, lately Google also like uh, changed their analytics, um, the way how they rank their uh, SEO. So now they try to incorporate um, mo mo mobile like uh, um, um, speed, like um, the content paint and all, all that stuff. Um, so if if your desktop version is at 99, which is like really good for speed and your mobile is at 63 or something like that, they're not going to rank you as high. Obviously, if you're like a high paying customer like Amazon, you can get away with this. <laughs> But if you're like a small business, this is like where a lot of small business gets affected because most of the time they focus more on the desktop rather than the um, the mobile like um, um, ecosystem of their website. They try not to optimize it as much to, in, in smaller um, form um, view. The, the crazy thing about professional tools, like doing a becoming a professional developer or becoming a professional designer, is that you've got 10, 20, 30, 40 years of things stacked on top of each other that you just didn't even know existed until at this point. You know what I mean? And so it, it's, it, it can be a struggle to like learn all of these things all at once because developers back in the early 2000s didn't have to worry about mobile responsiveness yeah it used to be just a fixed layout yeah table. I, i used to code in tables yeah <laughs> before, mm -hmm. it was a, uh, before all these like semantics came out <laughs> actually um in my class i actually learned that they've always known how to do the mobile responsive stuff it just They, they just fixed layout was just the way to go because there wasn't smaller screens there wasn't a need mm -hmm. yeah and then as soon as apple came out with their iphone all of a sudden the people who were accessing the website on their phone surpassed the people who were accessing them on the desktop so yeah like um how how does uh the, do you like um continue like this is maybe more of a jonathan question right i know it, it it's not it's a teddy show right now but But uh, how do you like try to uh, get your um, education, Jonathan? Because we are we are, we're talking about like just keep improving uh, ourselves. Maybe some tips to like our audience, you know? Yeah, I mean, part of of working as working in development, working in design is finding locations and places to um, get new news, right? Um, I, I can think of a few locations, at least from design, where we normally can get, um, you know, new news from Design Block, Interaction Foundation, um, AIGA is always putting things out. I'm not 100% sure when it comes to development, like where developers get new news, because I'm not, I still consider myself more of a designer with more of like a hobby with the, of development that I might use occasionally in, in my career. Okay. But Um, I'm sure there are places. I'm sure even Stack Overflow. Um, there is one that I just can't remember off the top of my head, but it's a very it's a very popular one for learning about front end development and CSS. Uh, they're like I think the the website's like mostly red. <laughs> That's all I can remember <laughs> off of it. But uh, yeah, there there are definitely mostly places red to from go like on. Uh, developers that have uh, lost their mind and died. The yeah, <laughs> the, the souls of the developers were lost on that site. I wonder how many developers lost their careers oh my God. scrolling through that I don't think page. they're losing their careers. They're probably losing their life because their career, you know, you know developers have the long one of the longest uh, working hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I no, I mean, it's totally, it's totally understandable because development 
is just pushing and hitting yourself against a brick wall until either your head breaks or the wall breaks. One of the two. You know, you just have to keep researching, keep trying again, keep going for it until it works or it doesn't. Yep. So any like a uh, final like um, advice or tips for uh, our listeners out there, Teddy, like, you know, just life people, or development in, in general. Yeah. From people who are who are in your place, who are still kind of students who are still learning, who might just have found development. What would you give? Uh, what, what advice or 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 thoughts would you give to people who just are starting out? Maybe they're a little discouraged. Um, like, what would you, what would you tell them? Honestly, just throw the towel in and give up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, the opposite. Yeah. Don't just write it off. Um, try to, try to truly get through it. Um, if you can't stomach it, move on. I, I think for development in particular, um, if you find yourself getting lost in it and, and, you know, as you're doing it, you're just, you're just so focused. And so in the zone, I find myself sometimes just like, like almost feeling autonomous, you know, like a machine. I'm like, I'm like just zoned out doing it completely. And that, that that's usually a good sign. It means you're, you're having fun to the point where you don't mind getting absorbed for hours and hours. Um, you know, uh, try to find, try to find connections, you know, really do that. Try to, try to, I don't know necessarily how you're going to accomplish it. Like maybe, you have a friend who who is in your like coding class try to reach out to them say hey we should do some collaborations um find people who you can like you know talk to about development it's huge you know because if they have a success they can they can get you an in um or they can uh help you learn code you didn't know before but yeah just just keep at it you know you really try to find that career that you're going to get some amount of joy from because you're not always going to love every aspect of your job. Yeah, yeah, like a URL where they can see like maybe your future portfolio. Right. Uh, do you have a do you have a web page currently where oh. they can see your portfolio? Um, actually, yeah. Funny enough, I don't have the domain though. Sorry. So that's fine. Okay. Can can they reach you out in like LinkedIn at least? Yeah, I will be on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Theodore Chance. I'll be on LinkedIn. All right, guys. When he graduates, or even not graduate yet, it's it's very hot. You better like start picking this guy up. You know, I'm on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like um, he's hungry and he just wants to like you know get that next. Uh, I'm young and strapping. Yeah, and young, <laughs> strapped, and you know wants to get create that next big um, thing. Could be your next Apple person. You know. Um, yep, I'll be on LinkedIn. Um, and actually yeah and all that i stuff. will have a url yeah and once the url is out we'll put it in our podcast description so awesome. stay tuned and with that we'll catch you in the next one this episode is edited and produced by ernest chua and brought to you by the alpine black team this podcast series would also not be possible without listeners and supporters like you one way to support us is to just click that follow, share, and like button. For any comments or feedback, email us at info at alpineblk.com. And we'll see you on the next one.